0: Hey, you're listening to Burst Your Bubble. I'm Josh, and I've got Kyler here with me. We're here to bring you the sharpest sports takes. Today, we have a full episode where we recap the NBA finals. We recap the NBA draft. There's a ton of thunder excitement right now. L-I-V Live Golf is taking over the world. And randomly throughout the show, I sprinkle some would-you-rather questions to Kyler. Remember to stay plugged into our social media on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at Burst Your Bubble. We are available everywhere and get us on even on your Alexa devices. If you're bored at home, just say Alexa, play Burst Your Bubble podcast. Then remember to drop a rate, review, share it with your friends, your family, the lady at Starbucks, Guy McDonald's, tell everyone about Burst Your Bubble. We are the fastest growing sports podcast, probably. Thank you so much for listening and remember, no hard feelings because more than likely, one of us will burst your bubble.
1: BYB is back and Josh is so great to be with you and guys that intro is is an example of Josh does that each time uh, by himself he does not it's not pre recorded we don't copy and paste that from previous episodes and I'm actually going to, to show to uh, show the listeners how much growth Josh has, uh, Josh has had over these hundreds of episodes because I mean episode 20 I mean that would have taken three or four tries because the first fluff where Josh messed up Oh, let me start over. We, we were, so josh i i am you
0: hey you know I, I just learned throughout all these episodes that it doesn't matter if i screw up because the people love me for who i am and i'm gonna appreciate that exactly it's a um uh, very genuine
1: um post draft josh i'm here with you as always it feels good to be back just like old times we're missing cole missing very much he will be back next week we have an action pack next week um some ufc action Josh a huge card next week Max Holloway b- versus uh, uh, Alex Vol- Volkanovsky that's the co-main event and that's for the like for the uh, featherweight title then we got of course Izzy versus Jared Cannonier. that's going to be amazing where the MMA, MMA gone wild on for that Josh I'm excited for it
0: Tyler there's one thing that never changes about the podcast and that is when you bring up the best UFC card of the year And I have absolutely no clue who you're talking about for half the time.
1: Josh, and speaking of best MMA cards of the year, that happened to be this past weekend. And it was a a bunch of names that if I told you that you wouldn't know any any of them, but Josh Emmett ended up winning the uh, main event over uh, Calvin Cater. Um, But the one before that, even Glover DeShera winning Josh, this guy with this 42-year-old lightweight champion at 205 pounds beating this 29 year old phenom for four and a half rounds he gets submitted with 30 seconds left and loses the fight uh it was it was heartbreaking to see
0: yeah i color i did not watch any of it i will tell you that uh, i saw the highlight of the finish though i did see the highlight of the okay. finish
1: but josh i would be remiss if we did not start with you nailing warriors in six from the beginning of the playoffs
0: I knew that it was going to happen. I will say at the beginning of the playoffs, I did not have Boston. I did have uh, Milwaukee in there instead of them. But Golden State Warriors, I knew it was. It was just this year. It just felt like something was there with Steph and Clay, and I knew, especially once they were playing Boston, that there was no chance. You know, everyone was giving me grief about my pick because Boston was finally. You know, oh, they're on the. You know, they're on the up. You know, they're beating. They shut down Steph. This is the best defense they've ever played. No, it's Steph Curry that we're talking about. Okay. It was, this was his chance to win his finals MVP. If he didn't win, if the Golden State Warriors hadn't have won this year, Steph Curry would probably never win a finals MVP. And there was no way that the history books were not going to let that happen. Yeah.
1: And Josh, even the first couple of the games of the finals, I think the Celtics were tricking the public I'm not sure if they were tricking anybody on the Warriors they're tricking them that you know they're the better team but Stephen Curry's the best player on the floor but the fact of the matter is Stephen Curry was making the Warriors the best team on the floor and that was evident I mean by game by game four I mean by game four the series seemed like it was over it was just if it was going to go six or seven games but you knew that if even if it went seven I mean is is Draymond Green and Klay Thompson and Stephen Curry going to let going to lose a game seven
0: well I mean and you have to look at you know I, we were on this podcast what 12 days ago and you and Cole were just completely just down on Jordan Poole Jordan Poole's is not ready for the spotlight this kid but, can't handle hey. it and step when you're playing with a guy like Steph Curry it's all the greats do it when you're playing with Steph Curry when you're playing with LeBron James when you're playing with Giannis when you're playing, even with Kevin Durant, you're going to be a better player, and that Speaking, showed through and through.
1: Well, I mean, it's the perfect man to speak about that is uh, is Andrew Wiggins, but just to say one more thing about Jordan Poole, I mean, he has the most moments, and I say, this is a tweet, I might have said this in the last podcast, where right before he shoots, he says, watch this, where he, just, he does something just crazy. He says to, to somebody on the bench or somebody, hey, watch this, and does something, I mean, shoots from 37 feet. But Andrew Wiggins, speaking of uh, stepping into that role that, you know, Iguodala ended up winning a finals MVP on. And, of course, Kevin Durant won his two finals MVP. Andrew Wiggins had a damn good argument if Stephen Curry wasn't the best player in the world.
0: Yeah. I mean, he looked incredible. I mean,
1: the Warriors, Josh. I mean, uh, And
0: and, and what I love, you know, and this is everyone, you know, completely hates the Warriors for what they've been able to do. But this was a team that was drafted and built themselves up.
1: I was just about to ask you about that, about, you know, the Brian Winho- uh, Winhorse take where he says, you know, this was a checkbook win. And I see where he's coming from because, I mean, yes, Josh, they did they did draft all these. They drafted, you know, the three players I mentioned. They they did trade for uh, Wiggins. But they're able to re-sign those guys. And, Josh, they're all re-signed to a, a really long-term extensions. And it's kind of like the same thing the Rams are doing. I mean, they're just kind of pushing things down the road like, We'll worry about it later. And it's because of the owners, really. They're so frivolous with their money. Josh, the Warriors have – they have all of their main guys locked up, which a lot of teams can't say around the league.
0: So here's another thing uh, about the Golden State Warriors, and I think this is what came into play. And it was just the, the battle-tested mentality. So these guys have been through it, and then they've been knocked out of the playoffs. So they understand – they truly understand the – the levels of, look, we don't know if we can make it back here next year. We have to capitalize on these opportunities when we have them in front of us because you never know when it's going to happen again. And when you have guys like Steph, Clay, and Draymond, especially, and Guadala, who can coach those younger guys or the less experienced ones up, it's such an unfair advantage.
1: What do you make of the John Morant versus, you know, Draymond and all that? Have you seen it? Uh, no. So, uh, Basically, uh, let me get to it. Someone tweeted a Grizzlies Warriors Christmas game in San Fran is all but guaranteed at this point. Jaw tweeted it. This is quote Nah into M bring him to the trenches. First of all, and this is I'm stealing this from a tweet to refer to the city you play basketball in, basketball in as the trenches. Josh, that man is not not one to be trifled with. Uh, Dr- <laughs> Draymond quoted that and said, you know, the champs play at home. Job quoted that and said, "I'm coming to you. Then tell him book that shit. I'm on your block." Hey, uh, I'm all in on the Memphis Grizzlies.
0: I mean, I'm all in on John Morant.
1: Josh, you—that's—that's that's enough. Just like I just like I said about Stephen Curry. I what? think he's that special. Where he's making his team that much better. I, th- I
0: mean, I'm I really definitely. Think so. I definitely don't know uh, that I'm ready to put John Moran on the same level as Steph Curry, but uh, he does make his team better. And that's, you know, that's why I'm all in on jaw. I think the Grizzlies can go as far as jaw will take them. Um, I just, I don't know. I do love this though. I love that we're in an age because the league itself has turned so soft with all these calls and all the things that happen, you know, the refs playing too much of a part of the game, the off season stuff, the tweets, because, you know, back in the day, it was, it was during press conferences. It was on the court, screaming at someone's face. Now we get to see the beef live or just the trash talk on the side from tweets and sub-tweets, and that's what spins articles these days. And well, it's, it's great, great to see.
1: Especially players like Jaw and, you know, players like Jason Tatum and Trey Young, where they – Josh, they grew up on Twitter. And even Jason – especially Jason Tatum, and I hated to see it because I'm a Celtics fan, during the finals, they would bring up a tweet, you know, back that he said in 2015 where he said – warriors in six and so it's like oh well god damn it like he was well okay he was right in 2016 you guys are 2015 you guys are right that's also 2020
0: right. well that's annoying yeah, yeah i mean but that is the age of social media and that's what's great about this, especially like you said with the young guys but i think that it's even better with a guy like draymond who's a little bit older you know he's more of a vet and he says you know what i'll i'll get twitter savvy
1: well it's podcast. It was so ridiculous. Yeah. They made a big deal about his podcast. I don't even want, really want to get into that. that. Was it was so ridiculous? They made a big deal about that. Um, I do. This was a hilarious quote I said on ESPN today. Stephen A. double dares the Nets to call Kyrie's bluff. That that made me laugh. That's a funny quote.
0: Which I mean, which bluff? Uh, I mean, the the Earth is round. Yeah. Um, leaving playing. I mean, which, which you know, which bluff? Are we talking? That's a knee slapper for, for all you ASMR folks out there.
1: Uh, well, how do you I feel? I mean, but for real,
0: I mean, Kyrie as a whole, I mean, what, what are they doing with Kyrie? What is Kyrie doing with Kyrie right now?
1: How do you feel about a Kyrie for Westbrook trade? Yeah, I,
0: mean, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah. <laughs> I mean, um, does Kevin I'm, Durant want to go play with Russell or does. Russell Westbrook want to go play with KD again? Does KD want Westbrook on his team? I mean, my guess is no. I mean, you bring back the if is Ibaka still there? Or do they trade him? Um, Ibaka that doesn't matter. Um, well, I'm but, saying, I mean, if they had Ibaka, they would have Westbrook Durant. Oh, I mean, they would oh, have the oh, whole yeah, crew.
1: Very, very true. Maybe, maybe
0: you can get a family reunion. A We'd go back. It. We would go back a literal decade.
1: Andre Roberson's for sure available. Um. The thing Bro, is, Ky- no one's
0: heard that name. No one's seen that man in years.
1: Well, I I, I actually did see him at the uh, at the thunder uh, one of the thunder games I went to. He was there for a uh, he was there at mid court doing something. Um, Kyrie though, I've heard KD is monitoring a situation very closely. That is not good for my Nets fandom. Um, well, of course
0: he's monitoring it closely. That's the whole. I mean, that's going to decide next season. I know, Josh.
1: Okay. Anyways, Westbrook. What do we, what do they do with Westbrook?
0: I mean, you can't trade him. No one's going to take on the contract he played horribly. He's so got to get – LeBron's got to say, hey, man, I love you. I love how hard you play. The heart is there. The effort's there. Will you please, for the love of God, the entire offseason, stand on the wing in the corner and shoot threes all season long? Can, can you do that for me, and can we try to get 15% to 30%?
1: Well, he can probably be closer to 15 than 30, but he could probably do that. Um, hopefully, uh, I mean, if AD stays healthy, I'm telling you, LeBron James and Anthony Davis are enough to take them to a title as long as Westbrook West, West, literally just get in the way. Um, let's
0: talk about yeah, the draft. The Lakers, the Lakers' success is all about whether or not LeBron and AD are healthy. Whether AD is healthy. But with Russell Westbrook, I mean, he's got to, he's got to shoot. He's either got to be able to shoot the ball or he's got to stop shooting the ball. And I don't think that he's going to stop shooting the ball. So he's just got to be able to do it. Yeah.
1: It, it, it is definitely about whether or not Anthony Davis is healthy. And, um, you know, LeBron James even posted on his Instagram the other day, he said, you know, he almost have forgotten. He posted a whole clip of, you know, 80 blocking shots and, you know, doing a whole bunch of athletic things, but those are things uh, pre-injury, you know, that he, that he hasn't, he hasn't been able to heal from for these past couple of months, and you know, the one time he came back, he got re-injured. So I don't know. We'll, we'll see what the Lakers can do. They signed they signed a new coach, Rasheed Wallace is one of the assistant coaches. They're bringing. I, I mean, I'm not I'm not hating the hires. It's just they fucked it up so bad two years ago that now they're really paying they're really paying for it.
0: You know, one thing that I just I I, I know it's because I'm getting older now. You know, I'm 26. My age is starting to show. What is crazy to me is the fact that. Like, the kids on Twitter and on TikTok and all this stuff, they don't actually understand how good LeBron James was. No. Like, I sat um, – I mean, I, I was – Kevin Durant the same way. I was in my – well, it's different. I was in my hotel room, mm-hmm. and Kevin, I watched a four-minute highlight reel of LeBron James just okay. knocking down threes. And I think people forget how far back he was shooting threes from – um, like 10 years ago, LeBron James. I mean,
1: he's, he's the, here's my thing. Oh, right, here's one thing we didn't get into after we talked we talked about the finals. Stephen Curry is the top five.
0: Top oh, five what? All time. Go ahead. I don't know. I don't know about that. Go ahead. Oh, wait. Are we talking all time best player? All time. He's there. Top five. I mean, I'd probably give you top ten.
1: Top you're, – you're smoking something stronger than me, brother, and I just smoke something pretty strong outside.
0: I am i got to look up my, my players. I've got this in my notes.
1: Josh, you got MJ.
0: No, you got LeBron. You got LeBron. You got MJ. You – I mean – probably got Kareem. You you of course have Kareem third. You probably got, I mean, you could have Magic at four.
1: It's either Magic or, who do you like more, Magic or Bill Russell? Probably Magic. Okay, Magic and then Steph.
0: Then Bill Russell. You can't just nope. say, all right, which one do you like more and then nope. just knock them out of the nope. way. Could, no, because I'm asking oh. you, which one do you want to kick out? I mean, you still got, I mean, you still got Kobe Bryant. You still got Kobe Shaquille Bryant. O'Neal. You Kobe. still got, you still, oh my. You still got this. Is going to be an unpopular
1: take. Kobe Bryant is probably about eighth or ninth on my list.
0: You got Larry Bird and Stephen Curry is better than those players, Josh. Oh my! He is more influential to the game of basketball, but no, no it's not even that he's more influential. He's he's perfected it. He he's,
1: <laughs> he's he's he's, I mean, he's perfected a way to to score the most efficient amount of points the most efficient way which is three
0: steph probably steph's probably number eight or nine he's probably eight or nine on my list all time
1: wow
0: yeah where where do you rank the warriors dynasty i mean as a dynasty i mean it's i mean it's 15 to 22 i mean it's up there i mean it's probably i mean it's it's the best dynasty, if not one of the best dynasties. I mean, that Celtics dynasty was amazing. It's uh top, it's top two, and it might not be two. Yeah. I mean, it, it's right up there. I mean, what they've been able to do is incredible. But oh. here's something else about here's one thing about Michael Jordan. People, you know, everyone talks about the three Pete's. You know, those are the you know, the six championships Michael Jordan won. The way that people talk about MJ is that he only played six seasons. Right. It's like, well, he played six seasons. and He won six championships. Right. We're not going to talk about any of the times he was not in the playoffs or bouncing the, the first round. round. We're, exactly. we're not talking about that stuff. That, you know, that does never come up in the conversation.
1: Yeah. When they lost the Magic in the, in the, against the young Shaq team.
0: Yeah. Yeah. For sure. it, yeah. So, you know, to think like, I mean, yeah, it's super cool that he did that. But that's what's so impressive about this Warriors team. I mean, it's the same thing plus yeah, they showed year. that they could do it without the Kevin Durant. Every
1: year they've been healthy, they've, I mean, either won the finals or lost LeBron in seven games.
0: Yep. Uh, yeah, that might And be. it's just a testament to LeBron James because that means a dynasty all in himself, eight finals in a row.
1: And and I mean, and this would be his twenty or eight, was eighteenth 18th, eighteenth 18th season, year? yeah. So he's going to play with the son.
0: I I mean I think so. I think he plays at least one at least one season with the son. Okay, let's get into it, Josh. Let's get
1: into the draft.
0: Okay, hang on. Before we get to the draft, Kyler, I said in the intro, I was gonna sprinkle these through, peek behind the curtain. Kyler has no idea what's coming. Kyler, I've been watching all these TikTok videos and all these things, and I see and I see the questions being asked, like in these little weird videos. So I'm, mm-hmm. i uh, stole I stole a couple, I made up a TikTok, couple. By the way, that's okay. Um, I stole a couple, I rephrased a couple, but I'm gonna ask you two or three. Uh, part episode and we have colon i'll ask him as well so this is a would you rather question okay and this is a popular one right now would you rather flip a coin for one billion dollars or yes get a million dollars right now flip a coin for a billion with a b or get a million right now flip a coin Oh, so you change fast. You are a degenerate, my friend. Not flip a coin. So, okay. So, why? Tell me. Give me the reasoning.
1: I'm happy with the with the uh, my life right now, and a billion dollars would help. But a million dollars, I mean, I'm gonna make that tomorrow, Josh. Come on.
0: Okay. Okay. See, I, for me, it's it is uh it is extremely tough. But I think at the end of the day, I'm uh, I'm a degenerate. And I would, probably, I would probably flip the coin.
1: Tails never fails, buddy.
0: But in, but in my experience, I, uh, I don't have the best luck when it comes to those things. And everyone can't, would, would agree with me. So I would probably be better off taking the million and throwing it in the stock market or investing it. But you know what? We're going to flip the coin. It's basically an investment in itself.
1: Flip that coin.
0: Invest in yourself. That's Tails. the that's a lesson from today's podcast. Right.
1: Call it in the air.
0: Tails never fails. What's all right, NBA draft. Oh, that's the only one. Yeah, I'll I'll give some more uh, later on.
1: Perfect. Uh, so where do we want to start? We we'll start. With, so let's talk. Let's start with the Orlando Magic just pulling the ultimate switcheroo. They said all day long they're drafting, uh, they're drafting um Jabari uh, Smith, right? And they uh, ended and yeah. ended up drafting Paulo Banchero out of Duke, which I think I think he has the highest ceiling. Probably out of those, out of the top three, at least. Um, I like I like Paulo's game a lot. Um, of course, Chet. Let's talk about him, Josh. He goes number two, to Oklahoma City. How do you like Chet to OKC? Uh,
0: well, I'll talk about uh, Paolo first. I mean, I, I think that what the Magic's got now. I mean, they're trying to build some stuff. I mean, they've got. The question I think is that, what? Well, I think that they're trying to build a future. I think that this helps them. I think this is a solid pick. Uh, I, it was a top three either way. You know, it was like a one yep. A, one B, one C type thing, and it was just pretty much a preference. I do, I did love the fact that they pulled the switcheroo because what you said to me earlier was you hate when Wodge tweets the first three picks at eight a.m. Mm-hmm. And so it's cool seeing something different. Right. Um. You know, Fallo showed what he could do at Duke. Probably considered to be the best offensive guy in the class. They're just trying to score points. I think. I think they're trying to get as many weapons for what they believe to be weapons as possible. Uh but now I'll move to Chet. Uh I would have loved to see jabari here, but I'm also Chet is the prototypical pick for the Oklahoma City Thunder. We now have the the thin towers with him and, and Poku. So uh, interesting. And they're pretty much, you know, it's a Poku 2.0. So He was very impressive in all the highlight roles. I've been looking, I've been watching highlights of Chet for weeks now in preparation of this pick.
1: Josh, Chet Holmgram moves like he's, I mean, if he wasn't so long, he would be one of the better small forwards in the game.
0: So I saw a tweet that the Thunder, I'm going to, I'm going to butcher it. The Thunder tonight drafted 28 feet, nine inches of length.
1: That's so. That's insane. Um, I yeah, and like you said, it is it, um, the top three picks all could have been interchangeable. And Jabari Smith, of course, going three. And like just speaking of stock time, stockpiling talent, like the Magic are. J- I mean, Jabari Smith, getting getting down there with the talent they already have in Houston, they're going to be a team if they can get get things together to really compete. The Kings. I mean, picking Keegan Murray, I don't hate that pick. I really like it. The thing is the Kings are they always end up picking a really good player, but they just traded away a guy better than Keegan Murray at doing what Keegan Murray does. So it's very confusing. Um Pistons though. Well, hang on one sec. I want
0: to I want to go back. I was looking through my my draft board earlier. I think the Houston Rockets are also Uh, on the upward trajectory because this, this draft with Jabari Smith, I think that was a great pick. I actually had Jabari Smith, you know, that's why I thought he was going number one overall as well as most of the country was because I think that he's probably overall the most NBA ready prospect in the class. I think that um, Chet has, you know, he's got the most unique and he's probably got the highest ceiling of the draft class. I think that uh, Jabari has the highest floor, I think he's, he's ready. He can make an impact day one. And I think that's what the Houston Rockets were looking for and what they did throughout the draft, you know, we'll talk about it later on, but I was very impressed with what the Houston Rockets did.
1: It's going to be, it's going to be the defensibility. And I think Paolo at times, it it seems like he just didn't care. And that was part of his problems on defense. Uh, Jabari Smith, kind of the same thing, but I don't honestly blame at Auburn because he was probably pissed his teammates were passing him the ball. Um, (laughs) Chet Holmgren, though, Josh, you've got to be concerned about his ability to defend on the next level. I mean, I understand, you know, he's going to a game where he, I understand he's 18 years old. He's going to fill out. Still, though, I'm getting out on the switches, getting switched against a guy like, you know, Jason Tatum, that that's really bulking up. I mean, even against, against a guy like LeBron James down there in the post. I mean, that's going to be a problem for Chet Holmgren.
0: I mean, it will be. It'll be a problem for a year or two, you know, being able to bang down low, but I think that the Thunder – you know, we're trying to use a different – they're going to use a what, lot of options to try and take care of that.
1: I was. What position does he play for the Thunder?
0: Uh, probably power forward.
1: No. I would, say, I would say anywhere from two to four.
0: No, I mean he – I mean we could he, he, see him at five.
1: He could hand – two to five. Yeah,
0: Yeah, he could uh, – I think he'll One play the five. Point. I think he'll play the five. He can handle yeah, no. I think you'll. Everyone we drafted tonight can can handle. Absolutely. They can pass. I don't know if they can handle, but they can all pass. That
1: is very true. We our whole team is full of playmakers. Um, a, a playmaker I do want to talk about, and a team that's full of playmakers right now that's looking to make some more plays, Josh. That's the Detroit Pistons, and I know we don't. We have never. I, this may be the first time we have talked about the Pistons, uh, and, and, um, except when they did something with Jeremy Grant, paid him too much money, and then and somehow traded him. Um. Josh, they drafted Jaden Ivey, and to pair him with Cade Cunningham, Sadiq Bey, and there's strong rumors that they're getting DeAndre Ayton. That team makes the playoffs.
0: Oh, a Jordan Ivey-Cade Cunningham duo is a championship-winning duo. I mean, Absolutely. that's a Tatum-Brown duo.
1: Yeah, Cade- yeah,
0: I mean, not, not this year, but, I mean, that if they I- keep those guys together, that's championship caliber.
1: And I'll take the I'll take this from the Rusilla podcast, but I watched more – I guarantee I watched, if not – I don't want to say more game – more OSU games than him. He might have watched all of them, but I watched damn near all of them. Josh, Kate Cunningham won OSU so many games they should not have won. <laughs> Oh, they absolutely. Sent him, him to overtime, won them the games. So many games that OSU had no business being in. Kate Cunningham is a flat-out winner, and he's going to get it done. And he's getting it done on the next level. You see it You see it with the stats. You see it, I mean, plus, minus, and all that. But the above average win rates and everything. Adding Jaden Ivey, another winner like that. You saw, Josh, even the game against St. Peter's where he had a bad night. Josh, at the end of games, he hit the three biggest threes of the night in the, in the last minute and a half. The dude's a win. The dude's a gamer. And pairing that with Kate Cunningham again, Sadiq Bey, Killian Higgs is still in Detroit, DeAndre Aiden. If he goes, that's looking pretty enticing if I'm a free agent.
0: Oh, yeah. I mean, this team is, I think this is one of the teams that's young, but they're actually starting to build.
1: And speaking of free agents, Josh. The Knicks made a lot of nonsensical moves tonight, and I really don't even want to get into them because it would be confusing to list them all off. I, th- I think, I think the, oh, the GM of the Knicks was like, I see what Sam Presti is doing. Let me try that. But he didn't actually understand what Sam Presti was doing, so he just traded a bunch of draft picks. and I don't know. But Kimba Walker is now a free agent.
0: Did they, did they already buy him out?
1: Well, they're going to. Yeah. Where does he go? Who signs him?
0: I mean, I don't know. Who wants him? Lakers? Not with Russell. I mean, uh, uh,
1: do you, um, it, uh, I've pretty much accepted that Russell Westbrook is going to be on that team, but I've also accepted that they have to trade him before the season starts. Yeah, but you can't trade him. I, I understand that, Josh. But here, Kyler,
0: let me. I will say this in an easy way for everyone to understand what the Knicks did tonight. So, New York Knicks traded number 11, Kimba, four seconds, and they got three future firsts. So, they traded the 11th pick to OKC. OKC gave three firsts to New York. Two There were three 2023 firsts from Denver, Detroit, and Washington's picks. New York then trades 23 Denver's pick in four seconds to Charlotte for the 13th pick. So all this to say the Knicks traded 11 Kimba, four seconds, and they get three future firsts, all in
1: 2023. Uh, Where was I at now? Ben Matherin. Josh, he's the best player in the draft. That's my pick. Well, that's a to die on i don't know what the pacers are going to do with him but uh that is that is the um that's the best player in the draft uh the guy that went number three jabari smith that he, he will be in a couple of years it will be a equal to jason tatum he'll be because jason tatum also went third behind Mar- Mark Hill fultz and lonzo ball um i think jabari smith will be looked at
0: the same way hmm. now i mean that i can see like i said he's already pro ready I mean, he's the most priority player there is. Uh, the only difference I'd say there is, I do think that uh, Chet has the highest potential. And I don't definitely wouldn't have said that about Lonzo.
1: Some people still argue that about Lonzo.
0: Well, those people That's are fact. wrong.
1: Uh, I mean, they had a good year last year with Chicago. Chicago. Hey, watch out for, for the Bulls next year. Anyways, let's not talk about them too much. Shout out to our boy, Josh, Jeremiah Milton, getting another spectacular knockout oh. win
0: go ahead well before before we get into uh to jeremiah i just at least want to finish out the uh oklahoma city thunder uh with the draft we don't have to go through all the picks but i do want to to uh finish out the thunder uh well so first we got to talk about the trade from new york where the thunder picked up the 11th pick and it was a shock to all to everyone because we're on the move we're all like move Oh wow, we're moving up one spot to grab, you know, Dang here, which is, you know, it's good Gun breakers. It's a uh, it's a long term investment, I'd say. I don't know that he's going to help us tomorrow. Uh, I don't know, you know, what his impact's going to be this year, but I think he's going to be a I think he could be a crucial building block to what the franchise is wanting to turn into. Um, but to trade up for him was kind of, you know, head scratching. Everyone around the world was like, man, that just, you know. I guess they're sending multiple first 12 has got to be included in that package, probably 12 and a 2023 and maybe a 2025 or something. And then all of a sudden it's like Oklahoma city thunders back on the clock and the entire Twitter and the entire world just said, Oh my God, Sam Presti is the smartest man on the planet. So
1: a complete gangster move. So if you, you have the number 12 pick, you're wanting to draft Ding. From the New England Break, New Zealand Breakers. Maybe the Knicks get that information. Do you think? Do you think that happened?
0: I, I don't know. I mean, or do you think it's just a coincidence? I think that the Thunder were maybe scared what, that there were links.
1: That that well, that's what happened. The, the The Knicks drafted the the player the Thunder wanted, so the Thunder drafted or, or traded for that player and you know when even when they came on the clock I, you know I still thought well the trade hasn't been announced yet on TV because twitter's of course 5 minutes ahead of the broadcast which josh are we ever going to talk about are we are there josh we can't talk we about always it talk about it yeah, yeah we are, always are, talk about it are they ever going to fucking fix it
0: uh-uh.
1: and i and i even posted it today on twitter all they have to do and i'll say it again for the probably the fourth time on this podcast put woes on the live panel Put a screen up of his tweets and let the live panel react to his tweets. But anyways.
0: Doesn't make good TV.
1: Better than the TV they have going. Shaden Sharp, I wish we would have got him, Josh.
0: Yeah, I I like Shaden Sharp.
1: But Jalen Williams, we got him, Josh, to, to keep the 12th pick and go back-to-back and get ding, and then Jalen Williams from Santa Clara, and then get another guy named Jalen Williams from Arkansas, who I, I like even more. But Jalen Williams, I haven't seen much of the first Jalen Williams, to be fair.
0: So, Kyler, give me the grade on the Oklahoma City Thunder draft night. B mm, B plus. B plus. Uh, I'm going to give it an A, a flat out A. Okay. Uh, I'm very happy with the draft. I was very excited that we got to keep that 12th pick and use on Jay Len Williams. And I think that we've got some great building blocks. Oh. I think that Chet's going to be a great piece of the team. And I just pray that we hit on one of these four guys.
1: I'm so glad we didn't get Johnny Davis. No, no, offense. I hope he has a fantastic NBA career for a different team. Um, Dyson Daniels for the Pelicans. Uh, he's from Australia, playing the G League. He's going to be a, a fantastic player. Again, uh, Shaden Sharp, I'm absolutely very interested in watching his NBA career because he's Josh. Are you aware of his story? Are you aware of what all happened with him? I'm not. He went so he's his only his only highlights are from a EYBL tournament, summer league thing from high school. He went to Kentucky for a year didn't play for you know various reasons it was never really clear whether it was on him or the school the school kind of it seems like the school's kind of covered up for him because it's all on him and he you know doesn't really want to play just kind of you know getting his eligibility out of the way not i'm not really sure josh i don't want to get into the details and get them wrong anyways so he's he got drafted off of iwabio highlights
0: wow if that's not a message to the youth around the country. To make those yeah. highlight videos and to right. get them published and shared.
1: And this is a uh, this is a um, uh, you know a little player recap of him. Uh, I think this was from Marcelo. He's the kind of player where he shoots, he makes just enough of the shots that you're okay with him taking most of them, but he makes just enough of them.
0: Yeah, well, it's like it's like what Russell Westbrook used to do. True. <laughs> like you're like well. That's a terrible shot, but, you know, it, you can make some, so we're okay with it. It's on the elbow.
1: Uh, and the Hawks drafted A.J. Griffin. They're addicted to, to drafting just, like, six, seven guys who can kind of
0: shoot. Yep. I wish the Thunder would draft people who could shoot. I mean, we are now, but, you know, our motto for the longest time was – Playmakers. Yeah, six, eight, and defense. Man. All right. Uh, okay, Kyler, before we get on to the next thing, I have a question for you before ahead. we talk about fighting. Yeah okay
1: i don't have much of fighting
0: well before we get into it Keller, i have a fighting question for you would you rather this is another popular one right now would you rather fight a chicken every time you get in your car
1: yeah i've heard this one
0: or once a year fight an orangutan but you get a one, a wooden hammer
1: oh i've heard i've heard a different i've heard a different weapon before
0: See, I there the one I saw gave you a sword, but I thought a sword was too unfair, so you get a wooden hammer.
1: I'd rather have a sword.
0: Well, yeah, of course. That's why a wooden. No, I'm sorry, I didn't mean a wooden hammer. You get a wooden baseball bat. A gorilla. So the so the uh, an orangutan. So they're smaller, but those things are spry. They're agile. So, the question is one more time, would you rather fight a chicken every time you get in your car or once a year randomly have to fight an orangutan, but you get a wooden baseball bat?
1: See, so it can't be randomly. It's got to be set up. I got to be like, it's got to be like, I have, I have to have a fight day.
0: Okay. So, you want to plan the fight? Okay. Yeah. We, okay. Yeah. So, you once a year. Fuck. Once a year, fight yep.
1: the orangutan with a wooden baseball bat. I just, I just once a year, I just had to beat the fuck out of an orangutan, orangutan with a baseball bat instead of having to murder a chicken every time I want to go get chicken nuggets for Kennedy.
0: So, so are you, I mean, are you underestimating the ability of an orangutan?
1: No, I'm, but I'm not underestimating my abilities to kill an orangutan with a baseball bat.
0: Yeah, I think uh, the nuisance of because I'm in and out of my car so much, I think yeah. it I would just get old very quickly.
1: There's just no way.
0: Yeah, I couldn't it, do it.
1: Then it would like it it they would start like talking to each other like telepathically like from the dead and let each other know and like they'd be running from me in the car. I have to catch it before I could drive off. It'd be a whole deal.
0: Yeah, and there would be just I mean you could Fucking I mean, feathers
1: everywhere. In my, like bro, imagine having to go to work after you just killed a fucking chicken.
0: You'd stink. You'd smell. You'd, You'd have blood all over you. Josh, yeah. you need to go well, there. So how many chickens do you think it would take for you to not be traumatized? Oh, less, than, less than five, I'll tell you that. It depends on how mean, hard they bite, really. You're from McCurtain County. Yeah, I've worked in a few chicken houses.
1: Uh, anyways, what are we talking about, Josh? I have no idea. Fighting. Conspiracy all about theories? fighting.
0: All about fighting.
1: Uh, you know any good conspiracy theories?
0: I've got a ton of good conspiracy
1: theories let's hear them what's your best one
0: uh well okay so the best one would probably be oh i'm a I'm huge on this new one that's that's out right now are birds real or oh. are they are they government drones
1: Ooh, all birds or just
0: yeah most most just like I mean the thing is are birds real birds aren't real birds are drones Heard it's heard like we all we all think that like you know the government says on their phone which they are you know hat but what if they're using birds to listen and see <laughs> that's heard- the cameras that they have all across the world are yeah. the birds
1: and microphones and yeah okay I like that a lot I like that a lot. who killed GFK? Hey
0: they're, they're, it's not public yet they haven't really saw the documents.
1: When are the documents going to be released?
0: Probably never.
1: Well, so it was when – did, when did Biden push them back to? I don't know. Because I know, I know they were supposed to be released in 21, and then he pushed them back again because apparently they weren't reviewed yet because of COVID, which makes about absolutely no goddamn sense because what else would you be doing if you're not if you're well, the thing that. is,
0: it's because no one's there. Everyone's at home, so no one is actually there, and they you're not allowed to take files out.
1: Fax them to each other, motherfuckers.
0: Uh, postponed until December fifteenth of twenty twenty two. Yeah. So we'll see on December fifteenth. Yeah,
1: I bet we fucking will.
0: <laughs> All right, so back to fighting. Yeah,
1: back to fighting. Um, Jeremiah Milton, shout out Dreamland. Send another man to the land of dreams uh, in Missouri, moved his record to five and zero, either four and zero or five and zero. I believe uh, couldn't be more proud of the guy. I mean, he's a friend of the podcast. We're going to get him on very soon. Um, so proud of the dude. He's such a genuine, down to earth guy, and I, from the bottom of my heart, believe he's going to be a world champion one day.
0: Yeah, I absolutely did Joe. I'm trying to find his record here. He is five and zero now. Uh, so that extended the streak out just another uh another highlight real knockout for that he has under the belt now uh jeremiah just continues to perform continues to do great things uh, he's just one of those guys that you can never count out I, like you said friend of the pod love talking to him been a friend of mine since college
1: like you said, could be a more down-to-earth guy and uh can't wait to go watch the next fight. Hopefully it's uh here close even if it's not, we're gonna shoot out to Vegas and watch it, Josh. Why the fuck not?
0: Yeah, I mean, hey, I was gonna talk about this later on, but I'll bring it up now. As long as Kyler, you know, you know my day job where hey, who's
1: calling me right now? Jeremiah Milton. Let's talk to him. What's up, buddy? Hey, 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 before you talk, bro, you're on uh you're on Burst Your Bubble Live right now.
2: Ah, let's go. What's up, my J. Can you hear us? Yeah, I can hear you. What's what's happening?
1: Okay, bro. How was the fight? How was the fight, bro?
2: <laughs> ah, bro. You know what, man? I ain't never even beat up nobody that bad, like ever, man. I don't know, man. I don't know what I was on, man, but I beat the crap out of this dude, man. Fight was beautiful. Fight was uh, you know, just like we need to do, you know what I'm saying? We uh we, we end up going to This was buddy, you know what I'm saying? A lot of heart to him, you know, for getting back up. I don't know what the ref was thinking. Uh, but, yo, shout-out to him, man. Shout-out to him uh, for taking the fight and, uh, you know, coming game and raising the fight. But, but, man, it was lopsided, man. I'm talking about I, I put everything on that boy, man. So I, I showcased my skills to another level.
0: I want to know if the crowds are getting any bigger. Oh,
1: you said the crowds?
0: Yeah. yeah you
1: said, you said, oh, the crowds are getting any bigger.
2: <laughs> oh, for sure, bro. like, um, you know, I had a couple of people, man, show up for that one, man. Uh, quite, quite a few people came down in the ocean, man. And, and like, like right now, my social, man, has been going off the, off the charts, man. A lot of people, you know, reaching out and showing love, uh, you know, from the UK and just other places, man. So, like, you know, it, it's, it's going in the right direction.
1: That's exactly what I just talked about here, man. <laughs> man, you always show so much love. To everyone, everyone you encounter, you're one of the more genuine people that we've had on the show, friend of the show. And, you know, I just said, you know, one day you're going to be a world champion. uh, And I fully believe that in the bottom of my heart. Speaking of that, who's next? Hey, we got big news on the way, man. Like, uh, you
2: know, I don't know who's next. This guy, Ross, is talking like he wants to fight me. You know, I don't know. These guys, like, they can just get in line, man, because, uh, Honestly, like you know, now I'm I, I hit that point where people are like want to knock me off and they want my spot. They're aiming for me. They're you know all these different things, man. So like let them come, let them come, man.
1: I just do me. I love it. I so, love so it. So how
0: does the how how does this change the mindset, Jeremiah? So for the longest time, you've been out here trying to establish the name, and now obviously after two highlight reel knockouts. 5 and 0 record everyone knows the name Dreamland Jeremiah Milton how does that translate and how does that move your mindset to now having to protect what you're building instead of trying to establish yourself
2: you know it changes a lot only because like like you say you know now there is recognition behind the face so like you know uh, that guy the last guy and his whole team man um, they saw me out for months trying to get a fight with me. And I didn't know. You know I'm saying? I had no idea who they were. But I said, the manager messaged me. I was like, look, talk to my team, set it up. And, you know, if, if that guy's the guy, you know, we can fight. And sure enough, he ended up getting a fight. I didn't even know who the guy was. But uh, I'm like, oh, this is the guy. Because his manager kept tagging me and stuff. I'm like, this is the guy that wanted to fight me. So, you know, uh, I embraced the target. I embraced the target on my back, man. It's just uh, it's part of the game. You know, and uh, this is what we do. So I don't really catch much, yeah. but it
1: changes a lot. You you think that the target comes from, uh, you know, your, your you know, pretty hot notable sparring partners and training camps you you've been a part of. Yeah, for sure. Like you know, I don't think people
2: are like realizing that I keep going out here to spar with guys. And it's not because they're paying me, not only because they're paying me, but I'm actually pretty good. So you know, they're, they're downplaying. Um, yeah. I'm working with, they're trying to get into these doors as well and it's just like, hey, do you really want to be in my position? Well, if you want to be in that position then, let's find out how bad you really want to be there. You know, because they
1: don't a lot of sacrifices to be in me, man. It just does. And that's that's the old saying, you know, uh, you're only as good as your training partners and that means, you know, hey, Tyson's out of the way now, so, you know, the door's open, my man. Yeah, you
2: yeah. There is. Hey, so like,
1: yeah. I wanted to get your opinion on, on two fights real quick, then we'll get you out of here, champ. Thank you so much for joining us for just a couple of minutes. Uh, Yusick uh, and Joshua, they re-signed. What do you think?
2: You know what? Mentality is going to play every – it's going to be everything in this fight, man, the mentality of Joshua. Uh, You know, it's funny because, like, all the freaking chips are still on that, max, he's the popular one. He's the one – You know, everybody's just waiting to see what he's going to do. Usyk has to just come in and do what he does, uh, you know, what he did in the first fight. And then bring it up, you know, now that you've been in there. Think about it, once you've been in there with somebody, you know what I'm saying, you you go through that experience, you usually come out better in the second time. But you know what? This is boxing, so things can switch. So mentality for Josh, he's going to need his mentality
1: higher. Real quick, uh, just a side question. Do you think Canelo beats Bavol in in the rematch?
2: thank that guy. He's I too big. That the first time. He's just too big, man. man. He was too big. Canelo, you know, there's so many, you know, Canelo's a great fighter, man. One of the pound, pound for pounds, you know, top guys. But you have to acknowledge there's weight classes for a reason. Um, there'll have to be some major adjustments on the side of Canelo's uh, team, you know, to really be a factor in this fight.
1: I love it. Jake Paul and Tommy Fury, this last one.
2: Yo, let's go. Let's go, Jake. I need Jake, man. I need Jake to pull this off, man. Keep rolling, Jake. Do your thing, man. I ain't got anything bad to say about Jake Paul.
1: <laughs> I, I I put a bet in for Jake Paul. I, I think he's all in Tommy Fury's head.
2: I think he's in his head too, man. I think Tommy might be actually the better boxer if you ask me. But you know what? Like uh, boxing and fighting is two different things too. And so you got to – who knows? If Jake pulls this off – you know what I'm saying? And I think we got to give him some more slack, you know, because this is a fresh young guy, you know, uh, not some older MMA guy or anything else. So, you know, we'll see.
1: I'm sorry. Very last question. Okay. Very last question. I'm, I'm going to let you go. Do you think there's ever, 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 ever any chance Jake Paul wins a title? Any type of title?
2: <sighs> you know, at the weight that he's fighting, man, I don't know that. This has to. It would be more like pulling strings, you know. But like,
1: they do that. Who
2: knows? They do that. They do that. So, like, I wouldn't be shocked if you got. An That's opportunity all I need. Lesser, lesser op, but I would. I don't know. I don't, I don't see it like because there's so many great established boxes. You know, Scott
1: sacrifice a lot more, Jay. The odds are like the odds are like plus twenty thousand. I'm gonna go and make that bet, Jeremiah. Chan, Jeremiah. Dreamland. Milton, Man, we sure appreciate you.
0: Hey, right, thanks, Jeremiah. good talking to you, bud. My boys,
2: thank you all for reaching out. Thank you all for calling me. Always a pleasure. brother. your bubble. You have a great night. Love you, bro.
0: So that one more time, that was Dreamland, Jeremiah Milton. He is Dreamland underscore Milton on Instagram. Go give him a follow. Watch the highlight knockouts and go give him all the love on social media because he deserves it. The best up-and-comer boxing in the game. Future world champion from collar's mouth two Jeremiah's hands in the ring.
1: Absolutely. And Josh, let's get your take. J- Jake Paul, Tommy Fury.
0: Uh, I got to go Jake Paul. I mean, oh. there's no reason to bet against him now. I mean, he's just, he's going to roll till he's not.
1: And Josh, I mean, I don't know if you've been following all the social media stuff. I mean, Tommy Fury backed out of the backed out of the fight two days prior, and then they actually re-signed again today. And I, Josh, I believe Jake Paul is deep, deep, deep inside uh, Tommy Fury's head. And that's a huge, huge problem.
0: Yeah, and I mean, boxing, fighting in general is one of those sports where if you are in the head, you own the fight. Because if you have the other person acting out of anger or emotion, you're already one step ahead.
1: That's exactly right. Josh, what are we going to talk about next?
0: So before we – so we were talking about – I was going to tell you, you know, obviously we were talking about next week, how it was going to be action-packed because of all the stuff happening. Next week, I will definitely – it will be you and Cole running the show next week. I will not be here because – Uh, My day job is obviously a campaign manager in the real world. And so uh, Tuesday is primary night in Oklahoma. Everybody go cast your ballot. Go vote if you're legal age of 18 uh, and vote once. Don't vote any more than that. And then on Thursday, the wife and I, Kyler, because I've been uh, spending so much time away, so busy with this very quick four-month campaign, we will be taking uh, uh, taking a trip, taking a few days, to breathe, so I will not be accessible for the podcast. So, you and Cole will do lovely things in my absence.
1: I know, me and Cole will be able to hold down. There's going to be a whole lot said, you know, UFC We're going to have, um, Josh, here's a big thing that's been going on, and of course, the U.S. Open has happened. Uh, shout out to Matt. Hey,
0: caller uh, you got to turn on your mic.
1: You know me and Cole are going to hold it down. But, Josh, here's the big thing. There's a big thing. Live golf. I mean, realistically, Josh, how much money do they have?
0: Uh, that's a, that's I, a serious question. Enough.
1: I was, give me a number.
0: I mean, they've got a, a lot because they've been buying all these people. Josh, they
1: spent $500 million on three
0: people. Oh, uh, oh no, that was Phil Mickelson. Uh, okay, who owns Live Golf? The Public Investment Fund, the sovereign wealth investment fund of Saudi Arabia, one of the largest in the world.
1: No, the Public Investment Fund of Saudi Arabia. That means yeah, that means the public are forced to invest in this fund by by the Saudi Arabian government.
0: Hmm.
1: That, that's why, this, why there's so, such – and, of course, all the all the Saudi regime and everything like that. There's such discourse and uh, – um, um, I'm, I'm bad at words here, Josh. Um, angst against joining. Uh, and, Josh, here's the latest one that joined in. I mean we should have seen the writing on the wall. His brother was there. He's been deflecting all the questions. So he wanted to act like he was all mad whenever he got asked a question about it. Brooks Kepka. I mean – maybe you just wanted to keep the uh, Bryson rivalry alive but I guarantee he probably just got paid 250 million dollars to pay there to play there um before before I ha- I have a I have a kind of a conspiracy theory Josh or kind of a take but I want to hear I want to hear your take on the uh, on the live tour first or live versus PGA
0: well obviously with the you know the ethical and moral questions that are coming out of about the fund you know there are obviously concerns that should uh, you know be figured out you know, to make sure that everything is on, you know, the up and up on where it's coming from and what's happening. But I will say this is a, this is the epitome at least from the American standpoint of the free market and how everything works and how competition drives uh, um, entrepreneurship. It drives diversity in the marketplace. And this is exactly what's showing here is, you know, PGA in, I, you know, for a long time, this, people, this is what people was say was going to happen to UFC because of how Dana White was running the organization, not paying the players as much as they thought. Um, now you're giving them a family friendlier schedule, making a whole lot more money uh, or just the same amount of money in such a short period of time. Why would players not take that?
1: And and Josh, I you know, and I argue, I I brought, I kind of argued with you, you you know, when you brought up the the moral, you know, the ethical reasons that you win or whatever. But you know that same that same investment firm that you just mentioned, Josh, they own forty percent of Twitter. It, it, it's the reason. It's one of the it's one of the main reasons that Elon Musk didn't end up buying Twitter. I mean, you know, they wanted to make it about the bots and everything, but it, it's because the the Saudi investment fund didn't want him to. So they have a lot more power than you think, but they're more involved in a lot more things than you think. So, so when people just, you know, use that as a snowball, Josh, I completely understand where you're coming from, but I also understand where the golfers are coming from because players that want to stay on the PGA tour, build their legacy, understand that, Hey, on the PGA tour is where you're going to be respected, respected as a golfer, where I'm going to win majors, where I'm going to win a bunch of PGA tour events, where I'm going to be ranked in the FedEx cup, where I'm going to have a chance to win these tournaments against the best players in the world on a tournament based, like they've been doing for a hundred years you know four rounds of 18 holes instead of a 54 hole shotgun start but with no cut i mean and and i think john rom said it best that's not a golf tournament
0: well i mean what we're seeing from them is exactly what the xfl wanted to do you know it was you know i think that originally they wanted to come in and take players you know, from the NFL and build up to surpass the NFL. And that's what it meant by competition, driving that. And whenever you offer those packages and offer those things, if you're a golfer, who's, you know, trying to make a financial decision of what I, what is best for me and my family, it's hard to turn one of those offers down.
1: And Josh, I wa- I watched this, and, and they all every time I, I was watching it, it was over fifty. It was fifty to seventy five thousand views on YouTube, and that's just YouTube. They're streaming on Facebook. They're streaming on their website because obviously no American broadcast partners would would like to carry them right now. But that, I mean, Josh, would you be shocked at that change in the future?
0: Money can do, you know, many things.
1: I mean, don't want to look into Disney's past. I mean, Josh, I wouldn't be surprised ABC stepped
0: on board. Yeah, I mean, there's so many different, you know, you can just Google what is live golf. And there's so many different uh, opinion pieces and things out there right now. And that's one of the ways that they're getting those 75,000 views at a time because they're everywhere in the news right now. They're just being seen.
1: It's not a bad product either.
0: Yeah, I mean, you can say I mean, it's not a golf tournament, but it's still fun to watch.
1: It's fun to watch. It's not a golf tournament, and and a lot of, and it's honestly like, I mean, guys like Dustin Johnson and and I mean Phil Mickelson's not playing his best golf right now, but I mean Chase Kepka is is a legit player. Martin Kimer's legit. Kevin Na, I mean these guys are playing. Ian Poulter, Lee Westwood, these guys are playing good golf. Brendan Grace against amateurs and like kids straight out of college. It, it's kind of funny. It's it, it, they like some of them look like high school. It, it's kind of funny to watch.
0: So you had mentioned this in one of our group chats. Is Colin going to join Liv? You know, oh, those were the reports.
1: Dude, I was so scared. No, he's not. I was. Okay. And I, yeah, I, tw- I texted that right after. Um, right after I texted that, I said, if they do, the PGA tour is fucked.
0: Well, yeah. I mean, the product is gone. I mean, you're taking all the money makers.
1: Oh, man. And is he's it- the future of the PGA. If Colin would have left, I mean, Matthew Wolf would have been next and Matthew Wolf is still being, being rumored.
0: So many people are getting, sick, but this, I mean, but this shows, you know, don't take care of your people and this thing happens. I mean, you, you know, we, you can, you know, like I said, you have, there are questions, you know, about everything happening with live golf, but if it's not them, eventually it's going to be someone else taking that place.
1: Here's my question. Then you know the first the 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 first event that Brooks is going to appear at is uh, July 30th in Portland, which is going to be uh, Ghost Creek and Witch Hollow. Um, So it'll be fun. But uh, my my kind of question here, Josh. I mean, they so they pay they paid Brook or um, Phil 300 million or whatever they paid him for how long? What 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 does that entail? Oh, well, I have no idea. Let's look. Does that entail the season? Because because Josh, here's my question. What if this is just a one-season thing and the side is are like, well, we decide we don't want to do this anymore. Yeah, how much? Yeah. Are those players just banned from the PGA Tour forever? Because I don't feel like they're going to be. And then they're just going to be $300 million richer and be right back on the PGA Tour, which I'm completely fine with. And then I'm going to think every player on the PGA Tour is an idiot. And I'm so glad that Netflix is filming it all.
0: Well, Mickelson said that he still intends to play in majors.
1: That's because the PGA Tour doesn't own the majors. The the uh, Masters is is run by um, like uh, American National Golf Association. Um, the U.S. Open is run by uh, someone else. Uh, they're they're all run by different organizations. Not. Um, not the actual PGA.
0: Wow. So the major champion described the Saudi regime as scary MFers who have a horrible record on human rights, but it was a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity to reshape how the PGA Tour operates.
1: Who said that? Phil. I bet he got in trouble for that. Wow. No, like no shit. That was that's not a joke.
0: Yeah. No. That's what. It, yeah. That was what he said.
1: No. I'm saying like Like he he probably got in trouble for that.
0: Yeah,
2: like
1: threaten to cut his hand off.
0: Well, wow. well, I mean, they just paid him two hundred million, so that wouldn't be very good for their product. Anyway, you think they?
1: again, I'll ask you the question again. How much money do you think they have?
0: I think two hundred million dollars matters.
1: Okay, that that I th- I think we're way off on how much money. I, I think our, our ideas are way off then.
0: <laughs> 200 million for one person. I mean that hand is worth 200 million dollars.
1: Uh, I think the I think it's a drop in the bucket. Anyways, uh do we have uh the PGA is going to be fine. Again, I I think it's just a very interesting uh, conundrum they're going to find themselves in if this is just a one-off thing and all these players are looking to get back on the PGA Tour and it's going to be a very interesting conversation that the PGA Tour is going to have whether or not they just let these players back on. Who, who, you know, just made $300 million or, or you know, of course, you know, you know Sergio Garcia and then they probably made somewhere between, you know, one and three, $300,000 for a signing bonus. Or, or, or um, I'm sorry, not a uh, hundred thousand, hundred million. Sergio Garcia is a huge star over in Spain. So he's, he's definitely gaining some fans at those, at those events. Um, and then the purses, Josh, the purses are huge.
0: So I wonder who gets this tax money. <laughs> Taxes. It's got to get. It's got to be taxed. It's an income. As I mean, you're living in the U.S. I mean, it's got to be taxed, right? Well,
1: Josh, you're asking the wrong question. You're asking the wrong guy. Okay.
0: Um, Well, if it's not taxed, Cole
1: uh, Cole would know that answer.
0: Yeah. Well, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know if the money's coming from, and I don't know if it's coming from an entity. Here. but in my mind you're living in the United States so you would have to pay taxes on that money that you receive to the state at least
1: um but shout out to Colin Morcow for staying shout out to Matthew Fitzpatrick once again for winning the U.S. Open um just a fantastic showing um he played fantastic and that should was I mean of course they repeated on the broadcast 117 times but he won there when he was 13 um as as an amateur and then he won there nine years later staying at the exact same house with the core superintendent um
2: he, won, that's pretty he wins, cool.
1: well, yeah, I'm surprised you didn't hear that. Um, won the U.S. Open nine years later, uh, wins his first major, so uh, and it's great to see. And hit the, if, you, if you saw the celebration after, he hugged about 57 white guys in a row, and that's exactly what it looks like whenever a true country club kid wins a, a, I mean, especially a big golf stream like the U.S. Open. every rich white guy could not be more proud of you.
0: Well, I think that, you know, everyone who's in that country club that's been there is going to be proud of you.
1: Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. Like, because he grew up, he's a true, absolute country club kid, and he made it. Because I'm, I'm telling you, Josh, I'm, I've been in that environment, and not a lot of them make it.
0: Yeah. Well, I mean, it is impressive.
1: Anyways, Josh, are you ready to talk to football? I, I, I know you're itching. Josh, it's, what is it, 78 days away?
0: 78 we're getting close
1: so 77 tomorrow or what Or 77 while you're listening to this um
0: okay before we get to football i got my last question for you go ahead all right Kyler. also you have your your camera turned off i don't know if you did that on purpose um no i didn't but here here's my question would you rather have eight kids no or eight dogs
1: inside or outside both so i can have a mixture
0: no like they're they like they have a doggy door
1: oh okay yeah uh eight dogs
0: Oof. i mean yeah i mean I, w- I i would probably agree i have a kid josh trust me <laughs> trust yeah me. trust yeah. me on this one yeah uh, i i i think it's different very different Eight dogs is a lot different.
1: A lot cheaper. But eight dogs is a lot
0: too.
1: I'm going to tell you it's a lot cheaper.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. My wife treats our dogs like children.
1: Well, you can't treat it. You can never treat a child like a dog. That's the problem. Sometimes you can treat treat a dog like a dog. You can never treat a child like a dog. You'll go to jail for that.
0: You should put that on a t-shirt. You can treat your dog like a child, but you can't treat your child like a dog. Hey, trademark it.
1: All right, Josh. Arch Manning, horns up.
0: Huge for Texas.
1: Josh, he's going to be better than Peyton and Eli. I think so. Have you seen his highlights? I watched oh. Josh. I watched literally forty-five minutes of his highlights today. Must have been
0: bored. But yeah, no. I, was, I watched. I was so bored. I watched the highlights as well, and this kid well, looks like the real deal.
1: I was bored until I turned his highlights on, and I, and I was intrigued. That man is – Josh, on multiple occasions, he beats cornerbacks and safeties to the pylon for these long touchdown scrambles where, it, where he he does scramble quite a bit, but the throws he makes on the run too, uh, his pocket presence, I'm not really seeing a lot of because he's not really having the opportunity. I'm not sure if his, if his rush isn't holding up or if he's getting out of the pocket you know, by choice that that's going to be interesting to see at the next level
0: was also i mean y- you know peyton and eli aren't known as being the most agile football players of their career so it is a it is refreshing to see a little bit of a difference coming out of the of the manning household
1: a young a young peyton could could, could move around
0: yeah yeah um yeah
1: Anything else? Yeah. On, anything else on the Mannings? Because I got a little a, a serious situation to get to. So uh, someone...
0: I am. I, I mean, I, I'm just excited for this kid. I my question for you is going to be: How many weeks does it take before he is on? Um, what's the show called? What is their PMT? Is that what they call it?
1: What? What? what show? No. No. No.
0: Um, like what Peyton and Eli do. Oh, Peyton's Places. Yeah how how long does it take uh, for him to get on the show?
1: Oh, no, he, he's probably they probably already filmed. It. They're waiting to drop the episode.
0: Yeah, that's what I figured.
1: Absolutely, they're playing golf in, in in Scott Van Pelt's backyard or something. Uh, yeah, he's gonna be better than them. He's gonna win a couple Super Bowls. I don't know, I don't know if he's gonna win. I I I will say it's this.
0: so hard. It yeah, is so yeah, yeah. hard to say that someone's gonna win yeah. a Super Bowl. Exactly. Like the easiest out is to say. And Jim Traver did this about ooh, Baker Mayfield full the time. It's like. It's uh, like when you say that player is never going to do this. Like, yeah, that's easy to say because it's very hard to do.
1: Breaking news, breaking news. Boom, 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 The Open coming up. Live golfers will not be allowed to play in it. Oh, yeah. I
0: just saw that whenever I read the article. I didn't know that was breaking. Well,
1: breaking to me. Uh, Travelers today. Rory shot a 63. Um, played his ass off. Anyways... Um, yeah, like you said, winning a Super Bowl is, is is impossible to predict. I was going to I was going to redact that statement and and replace it. Arch Manning is going to be a better college football player than both those guys, and that and that's saying a lot because Peyton won. I mean uh, that that championship with Tennessee. That I mean, people still talk about obviously because it's still a championship they've won in, like a fucking thousand years.
0: That's how you really become a star like in the NFL is go win a championship with a team that's like, you know, not not Alabama or Georgia yeah, or Clemson. Like go do that and you're a star.
1: All right. So uh, Deshaun Watson, I mean, I, obviously everybody's caught up on that. Um, so a couple of days ago it came out that, you know, he was going to settle 20 of the 24 um, lawsuits. It came out earlier today that uh they're not going to settle them their disputes came up um some other stuff josh you have some stuff to talk about that that's all i want to talk about to sean so continue to monitor that situation i don't think he's going to play this season or probably the next um but that's what he got all that money for um josh what do you what do you want to talk about with baker though
0: uh well i mean obviously they're still looking at getting rid of baker Um, The most notable news that came recently was with um, the Carolina Panthers. They were basically the only partner, one of the only partners that the Browns still had left. um, And the Browns wanted to get as much for him as possible when they know that every other team in the league knows that the Browns do not want him. Kevin Stefanski does not want Baker Mayfield playing one snap of football. And so, the Browns are trying to figure out if they're going to budge and kind of help Baker get down the road and like give him, you know, help maybe buy him out. Are they going to pay him more? Are they going to give him the trade? Or are they just going to hold him on the roster basically hostage? Because I don't see him playing a snap with the Cleveland Browns this year. Right now, he is excused for mandatory workouts because he's still rehabbing his shoulder down in Texas. Um, but I think that the Browns, should be and are wanting to get rid of Baker as quickly as possible. So whenever the news hits and Schefter tweets that Baker has been traded, it will not be a surprise to any of us.
1: What are the odds? Let's say one to 10 that Baker is the starting quarterback for the Cleveland Browns week one, because Deshaun Watson
0: is suspended. I give it a zero. I don't see, I don't see Baker Mayfield playing. That's why they signed. Um, Tyrod, is that who they signed? I think so. Yeah, I mean, they signed someone else to be the backup. They want okay. they Kevin Stefanski does not want Baker Mayfield playing a snap of football for the Cleveland Browns this year.
1: Is he going to be on the roster week one?
0: I don't see how.
1: If they don't find a partner,
0: once again, I don't see how. This is a starting quarterback in top the 15. NFL. Uh, so
1: do you say? Would you say top fifteen?
0: Yeah, yeah, probably top 15.
1: I would say top 15. Um,
0: Healthy. Yeah.
1: And, he, and he is now.
0: Yeah, rehabbing the shoulder, but yeah.
1: Okay, so let's move on. Uh, the two guys that are suspended for, um, it looks like six games, but one of them I know is is appealing. it. It's DeAndre Hopkins. Uh, do you have any news on that?
0: Uh, we found out what he would test positive for Osmarine osmarine something. It is a PED, but he said he's never taken PED. So he said that it was a uh, some kind of contaminant that was found. He's never taken anything like that. He doesn't even take vitamins. So he's not sure how it got in the system. They're still trying to figure all that out. Um, I think you know, if he gets to play, great. If not, it'll just give Kyler Murray and Hollywood Brown more time to build chemistry with one another, with wow, one another, one another, and see if Hollywood Brown can get rid of the yips.
1: I love it. Yeah, you know, it, it, it kind of – the very minuscule amount, it points to one of two things. It is a contamination or he is microdosing. Um, I'm not going to point fingers at either one of those. Um, Kamara, Alvin Kamara, though, he is also facing – uh, he is uh, preparing – he's bracing, I think was the quote, for a six-game suspension following that uh, that incident that happened in Las Vegas during the Pro Bowl.
0: Uh. Yeah, I mean, six-week suspension for Kamara, I mean, that would make sense with everything that happened. Um, I mean, I don't think it affects him nearly as much. Honestly, I think it helps him stay healthier for a little bit, and the Saints will be able to kind of see where they're at in the season and how fast they want to bring him back. And I don't Josh, know who they have as running back.
1: And who even cares about the Saints, really. But the thing is, Josh, here's the, here's the thing. I mean, now that the, the uh, NBA draft is over, I mean, what are – what sports are we watching? I mean, of course, we're watching the, the NHL playoffs and the, the Cavs. I mean, the uh, the av- Avalanche are one win away from uh, from taking down the um, the Carolina Lightning. But, Josh, what are we going to watch?
0: The New Orleans Saints have uh, Mark Ingram on the roster right now. That is nuts. He's their second running back. Him and Troy Jones will get all the carries. That's wild. But – uh, th- I mean, there are no sports. I mean, it's uh, this is always that weird time of year where we watch golf and we talk about the future of football.
1: Are you I mean, watching? now
0: now we're done with NBA. The draft just happened. So now there's going to be a, a week, maybe two, of speculation about the Thunder and these teams, and then we'll start getting a little bit of off-season news. But now it's all the mindset switches and it's time for mock drafts for fantasy football. It's about to be fantasy football heavy in three weeks. Dynasty drafts are fully underway, or dynasty uh, leagues are fully underway. People are tuned in. It's minicamp time. It's workouts, it's not mini camp, it's workouts. This, it's about to be coaching line season when coaches just lie to us about how good these players look in their second and third season and how this rookie's going to be a star. And that's what we have to look forward to because there's no actual sports on.
1: Have you watched any of the Stanley Cup finals? Oh, yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah. Avalanche, I mean, God, again, they score so many goals. It's insane. Their offense is really fun. They're a really, really, really fun team to watch. Even the Lightning are. Even, uh, but, um, but Avalanche are going to get it done. Um, that's all I have So, Josh.
0: Well, I'm going to ask you a question. You probably, we'll see if you can answer it. I don't know if you will. No. Um, I didn't figure. But there seems to be, A lot more goals scored in hockey is this a testament to just the speed of the game evolving or what i mean what is causing this we need to get a hockey expert on
1: i believe there's been some rule changes in the past couple of years that where it's less physical and that allows for more offense to go on hmm if I've heard if if, if I've uh, received what I've heard, correct. I'm I'm regurgitating things, and I, I could be re- regurgitating them incorrectly. Um, but we will get a hockey expert on very quickly. Um, but next week is International Fight Week, so we will be talking a lot about fights. Um, before we got the best Josh, UFC card of the year, absolutely,
0: that was last week.
1: But are we watching any uh, baseball?
0: Baseball is on. Josh, here's oh, the college question. baseball.
1: I haven't watched any of that. Here's the thing. Here's what you need to be paying attention to, Josh. Um, The New York Yankees are the best team in baseball right now.
0: Keller, I'm not going to lie to you. I completely forgot that MLB was playing.
1: Josh, let's see here.
0: A moment ago, you asked me what sport was on TV, and I told you none.
1: So the Yankees have played 68 games. I'm sorry, 78
0: games. It's a lot of games.
1: And you didn't you didn't realize they played any of them.
0: Okay. Well so- now that I mean now that we're talking about it, I do remember getting my score update notifications. But every so this is what I was confused about. And I know that you're about to enlighten me on this because obviously I don't watch MLB games, but I still get Yankee scores. And I feel like every time I actually see one come across my timeline, it says Yankees got beat. And it's most time, like, by Toronto or something. Yankees got beat. And then I see power rankings, and they're number one. I'm like, well, this must be backwards now.
1: Toronto is a fun squad, and we're going to see if they sneak into the wild court. It looks like they're going to. Um, But they're sneaking. There's There's a lot of season to be played. It's only June. But so the Yankees are the best team in baseball. Josh, in the National League, you could argue the Mets are the best team in the National League. I mean, they're right there with the Dodgers and the Padres. Of course, the Braves are the defending, the defending champions. Um, the Cardinals are always going to be right there in the mix. But, Josh, if we, get a new, if we get a battle of the suburbs, Mets versus Yankees,
0: that would be electric.
1: I'm all in for that. I mean, we might have to fly out there for a game.
0: But that's on my bucket list. Me and
1: mine too. Let's do. It. I mean, like, if, I just need around. the Yankees to
0: make it back to the. Well, I don't know if we could get in the finals.
1: Fuck around. We can't. We'll stand. Up, we'll go to a bar down the street and watch the
0: game. Facts. No, I got to go to the stadium. We're going to the stadium to watch the game. We'll tour it the day before. Yep, we're going. All right, my G. That's all I got. All right, I'm Yankees make the finals. We can go to a game.
1: Is that is that our is that our official podcast prediction pick?
0: uh no i'm not going to pick the net the Met to make. all right the, i'm picking
1: the- Met, uh, my, my official pick is mets versus yankees subway series
0: um i will pick the yankees
1: yankees dodgers dodgers i like it i mean the dodgers have been there for the past 50 years it seems like
0: yeah what's one more year
1: yeah exactly all right man uh yeah next week uh dan tom i'm hoping to get him on um Ho- hoping to get him to make on wild on Uh shout out shout out jeremiah milton once again i just called him out of nowhere and he just you know hopped on that's how much love uh we've got for each other and you know we'll continue to follow him throughout his career uh josh you got anything else to add
0: yeah before we get out of here everyone make sure that you go follow us on our social medias at sports bybp on twitter burst bubble instagram facebook everywhere else youtube go follow us i'm at No 22 and collar's at collar012 and cole's at is
1: Cole underscore J I'm I'm sorry J underscore Cole underscore
0: Jackson J underscore Cole underscore Jackson go follow him go give a follow to Unwrapped sports our family over that does live streams so many great podcasts so many great shows they were just doing a live stream during the NBA draft go check that out give them all follows Perry does a great job setting up all the interviews and all the spots over there Keller got on with one of the undrafted free agents um that was just an incredible interview. Go check that out. It's been an incredible opportunity to work with them. Go follow what is about to be the most popular man of the world, Shane, as our fancy football expert. When everyone is going to him for their tip tricks and answers to win their fancy football league. So with all that, once again, I'm Jet at Jake No Twenty Two. Callers at Caller 12 and Cole is at J underscore Cole underscore Jackson. Give us all a follow. Thank you guys so much for listening. This has been a great episode, bud.
1: Later, man.